When you come looking for me, you'll find me. Yes, when you get serious about finding me and want it more than anything else, I'll make sure you won't be disappointed. Yo, this is Life in Perspective, episode two. Take it serious. Let's get it. Yo, welcome to Life in Perspective, season two, episode two. We are finally back in the swing of things, and this week's episode is Take It Serious. Now, if you've listened to the podcast before, those are the very words that God gave a friend of mine before starting Life in Perspective. And it's really interesting because although I did, after that moment, start the podcast, it was less about taking the actual act of starting a podcast serious and more about taking God serious, right? More about following him and wanting to please him over anything else I wanted in life. And it's interesting because yeah, I'm a creative and I get ideas all the time. And oftentimes they stay in the idea stage. And it was interesting because I was on um, Instagram the other day and I came across uh, this tweet from Kirk Franklin. And he just said, it's amazing to me how people's dreams never get past the idea level. You've got to push through and figure out why you don't complete what God has planted inside of you. Don't die full of seeds. It made me kind of wonder, like, all of these ideas that I've had over time, maybe even since I was a kid, like, there are a lot of them that just stayed a thought. There were a lot of them that just stayed in seed form. I didn't water them. I didn't nurture them. I didn't look. um, Even, I didn't even view them as something that had the possibility of growing. And while I'm talking about ideas and creating things, that kind of goes with our relationship with God. You know, if we think about the scripture that we read at the top of the episode, when you look for me, you'll find me. And when you get serious about finding me, when you want it more than anything else, I promise you, you won't be disappointed. And it's so interesting because You know, God's really been dealing with me about having or just what it means to have true, genuine relationship. And I think sometimes when we've had failed relationships in our life, whether it be romantically or spiritually or naturally, you know, like friends, uh, family members, you know, where we've had relationships that have failed, it's sometimes hard for us to even open ourselves up and be vulnerable and go after building a relationship with God. I feel like I talk about relationship with God all the time, but it's like, it's the same way that it is in the natural, like relationships are ever growing, right? It's a process. You know, we all, as we all grow as people, our relationships change and they shift and some end and some, you know, grow and develop as you grow and develop, but it's the same way as our relationship with God. And I was thinking like how my friend called me that one day and was like, yo, whatever God's telling you to do, take it serious. And how oftentimes we can make it about the thing, right? So it's like, maybe I'm building this relationship because I want the things, you know, we see right above in Jeremiah 29, 11, where God tells us that he has everything in our life planned out and that he has plans to prosper us and make sure that we're in good health. And he gives us all of these promises. And then we scroll down and he says, when you search for me, you'll find me. When you get serious, when you want it more than anything else. And in my mind, I'm like, yo, he's giving me a promise. But then right 
beneath that. He's saying, like, I have it all planned out. But when you get serious about looking for me for me and not for what I can give you and not for what I've already given you and for what I've already promised you, that's when you'll find me. That's when you'll when you want me more than anything else. That's when you'll discover me. That's when you'll find me. And I was thinking about the level of desperation that you have when you're trying to find something. (laughs) It's like I think about when I lose my keys. Right. And I'm like extremely desperate. And honestly, when I lose something, I literally have to sit down and ask the Lord, yo, where did, where's this thing at? Like, Lord, can you reveal it to me? Like there are times where I'm like searching and I'm trying to re re um, trace my steps and figure out the last time I saw them and the last thing I did before I saw them, like going through this whole journey. Right. And then it's like, but when I get serious and I really, really need the keys, I sit down and I have this still moment. I relax, you know, I, I lose, you know, try to lose all the anxiety and I sit down and I focus and I simply ask the Holy spirit. Okay. Show me where these keys are. And then I go on about my day. I don't, you know, like, or whatever I'm trying to do if I don't need to leave. But like, I just kind of go and think about something else and do something else. But there's this moment of seriousness that I have when I sit down and I'm still, and I simply just ask the Holy Spirit very calmly with the faith that he is going to have the key show up. And usually I find them. It's like, usually out of the blue, a thought comes and I'm like, oh, I put them here or, oh, I put that thing there. And it's like, that's the same intentionality we have to have in looking for God. You know, we are living in unprecedented times. Um, All kind of stuff is going on and we have to recognize that God is the only one who's in control. But it's like in the midst of this, we have to be serious about finding God, right? By searching him out and just wanting to know the things of God. I think it having a relationship with God, like a deep one, like a rooted one is so important in the times that we live in. Like we have to have this desperation to just see him, like not even for things y'all, like Honestly, things are so irrelevant and not important, but it's like I have this desperation to want to know God on a level that I've never known him before. Like I want to be able to see God like I've never seen him before. And I think like when you grow up in church or you've been kind of in relationship with God for a while, it's easy to kind of get mundane and get into routines and get into like, 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 oh, like even pride. Like, oh, I know him, you know, like I know God, like we cool, we roll together. And it's like, no. I'm saying every day I wake up, I want to see God in a new way. I want to, I want to be in a deep relationship with him. It's just like, if you're in a relationship and you're married, it's like, you don't, you don't want your, like, you don't get bored with your husband. Like if you learned everything about him, you will be like, oh, okay. Like, what do we do now? And it's like, God isn't like that. We talked about in episode one, that there are depths to him. There are, there's levels to this relationship with him. And I think if we start to take going after him serious and stop making it about things, like I think I am so grieved by the level of which people are seeking after God for things like, and things that the reality is we've already possessed. Like, it's not about that. Like, I just want to talk to God because I want to know him on a level and I want to experience him on a level that like blows my mind and not 
so that I can get anything out of it other than growth and becoming the person that he created me to be like I want to know myself through his eyes and I think I have to know him in order to be able to have his view and his perspective of who I am when I think about the level of desperation and what it looks like to seek God out I think about the woman with the issue of blood and I always found it interesting that when the Bible describes her it, oftentimes we rarely ever got names of women, right? But when it describes her, it says, and there was a certain woman. And so we know that certain has multiple meanings, right? It could be a noun, um, it could be an adjective, or, oh, I'm, I'm not gonna go like English, right? Certain could be like, oh, that certain woman, right? Like, but it also could be her posture because when you are certain about something, you know that you know that you know that you know without a shadow of a doubt, you are sure. And so when I read that story, I read it as her posture because there was an exchange that took place, but I think it was according, well, I know that it was according to her posture because after Jesus heals her from something that she has suffered with for 12 years, he says, your faith has made you whole. So I think that when the Bible describes her as a certain woman, she was sure that if she sought after Jesus, if she just only touched the hem, that it was going to change her life, that it was going to do something for her, that it was going to do the very thing that people said she wouldn't be able to do. And so I think that that has to be the posture of our hearts, that we have to be certain in our seeking out God, that we would be able to see him. And just as our scripture says at the top is that when you get serious and when you want it more than anything else, you won't be disappointed. And the woman with the issue of blood is a perfect picture of what happens when we are serious about seeking God and we want it more than anything. We want it more than a relationship. We want it more than the promises that he has secured for us. We want it more than a car. We want it more than a house. We want it more than platforms. We want it more than popularity. We want it more than life. We just want God. And like in this season, man, to see the hand of God move, there's going to have to be a hunger and a thirst and a desire. And I think for us, it needs to be renewed. I think living in the world that we live in today, I think oftentimes we just, you know, we're distracted. We are heavily distracted. And I'm talking about myself too. You know, I wake up in the morning, I sit down and have personal time with God and I find myself distracted. Even in the midst of sitting still, it's like my mind and my brain is thinking on all the things that I need to do, all the things that I need to get accomplished. You know, who said what to me yesterday and what could I have said or what could I have done to be better? And it's like, no, in this moment that I'm sitting here, Lord, help me to just focus on you. Like, help me to be serious in my seek. Like, let it not just be a routine. Let it not just be something I do because I feel like I have to do it because, you know, I'm a called individual. Like, let it be as important as breath is to my lungs. That as important as breath is to life, that's how important it is to sit with you. And that's how important it is to seek after you. And so I knew that this episode was not going to be long. It was just simply something that was on my heart that God is making us a promise that when we get serious about 
seeking him and wanting it more than anything else, he won't disappoint us. Which means when I make my seek simply about him, he Everything else is already taken care of. Matthew 6 and 33 says what? Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all and its righteousness and all other things will be added unto you. There's another version that says everything that is less important, those things will be added unto you. And when something is added, it's drawn to you. So it's like through my serious seek of the father, all the things that I could ever want, that I could imagine, that I could dream of, they'll be drawn to me. I won't have to seek them out. I won't have to search them out because they're found in him. His promises are found in him. And we're not seeking him for the promises. We're seeking him because we want to know him. We want to be, I want to be in tune with God. Like when I read stories about Enoch and him walking with God and Moses' ability to just talk to God and commune with him. Like that's what I, that's how I want it to be. Like I want to walk throughout life walking with God. Like we, I want to be in complete partnership with him. Like, like when I make a move, it needs to be a God move. Like when he tells me to do something, it's like, I am certain. And I'm sure that is something we did together. Like I want to partner in life with God, like what he wants to do in the earth. I want him to do it through me. And that, that only comes when we are serious about our seek. So I am pleading with you guys today to take it serious, man. And then like the things that God drops in your heart that you're second guessing, you know, we always have to have a conversation about obedience. You got to take that serious too. Like God isn't just dropping stuff in your spirit. You're not just having ideas or witty inventions or thoughts or coming up with businesses or ministries or inventions or things that can shift the way that the earth moves. That's not just like something for you to sit on. You need to take that serious too. But I think what would help us take the things that God is placing in our heart serious is definitely taking our relationship with God serious, that we would go after him. Um, The Bible talks about how as a deer pants after water, so my soul will long for you. And if you think about a deer panting for water, he has galloped and trolloped all over everywhere and he is panting. There's like this... There's this urgency in his in his breathing. There's this necessity. There's this like, if I don't get water, I'm going to die. And that's the same way that we have to view our relationship with God. Like, yo, if I don't get a moment in your presence, God, if I don't get a moment in your presence, I am going to die. And there's this thing where we feel like God isn't with us. You know, maybe he, you know, maybe we lose him from time to time. You know, maybe we don't get the opportunity to be with him. And it was interesting because I was just having this prayer um, where it was just like talk it, it was just like a prayer about you know wanting to just be with God and commune with him and wanting his presence to remain and it was very interesting because I came across this scripture um, in Psalms I think yeah it's Psalms 139 right and it was basically saying how like God is with us all the time and so I was thinking about okay if he's with us all the time and he's saying when I get serious and I seek him and I find him it's more so of just coming into the acknowledgement that he's there it's just being able to acknowledge his presence is always with us even in the darkness even in times where our world is completely dark he's like man 
don't worry about it. I'm with you in it, but you got to seek me. It's like when we play hide and go seek, right? It was like, we always kind of knew where our friends or our family members were going to hide because everybody got the same hiding space. And he's like, guys, like I'm here. I'm in the same place I've always been with you. And so I just wanted to read this. So like um, Psalms 139 and verse seven says, I can never escape from your spirit. I can never get away from your presence. If I go up to heaven, you're there. If I go down to the grave, you are there. If I ride the wings of the morning, if I dwell by the farthest oceans, even there, your hand will guide me and your strength will support me. I could ask the darkness to hide me and the light around me to become night. But even in the darkness, I cannot hide from you. And there's like all of these scriptures where he says like um, in 13, it says, you made all the delicate, the inner parts of my body and knit me together in my mother's womb. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. And your workmanship is marvelous. How well I know it. You watched me as I was being formed in my utter seclusion, as I was woven together in the dark of the womb. You saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. And so I'm going back. I'm in Psalms, right? Now I'm going back to Jeremiah where he says, I know the plans that I have for you, right? I have it all planned out in the message version. He says, I know what I'm doing. I know what I am doing. And he says, I have it all planned out. He says, he says, I know what I'm doing. I have it all planned out plans to take care of you, not abandon you plans to give you the future that you hope for. And when you call on me, when you come and pray to me, I'll listen. When you come looking for me, you'll find me. Yes. When you get serious about finding me and want it more than anything else, I'll make sure you won't be disappointed. And so I just want to leave you guys with that as a promise that when you like that in everything, he is there with you. And all he's saying is like, when you come and pray to me, I'll listen. And when you get serious about finding me, when it's the only thing that you want in life, I promise you, you won't be disappointed, which means you don't really got to seek me for things. Because if you seek me for me and my righteousness and my plan and my kingdom, I'll make sure you have the desires of your heart. I'll make sure that you have everything that you need. And so guys, I just want to encourage you, whatever the the blocker is, whatever is in between you being with the father, whatever is keeping you from being serious about seeking him, I'm praying right now that God would remove it, that you would release it and that you would relinquish it, whether it be your past, whether it be your feelings of inadequacy, whether it be feeling like you're unworthy of his presence, just letting you know that whatever dark times you've had, whatever dark moments you've let yourself into, that it doesn't stop you from his love, that it doesn't remove you from his presence that he is always with you and he is just waiting on you to get serious about seeking him. Guys, I pray that something I said today would help you on your journey and putting your life in perspective. I am so excited that we are finally back for season two and I look forward to being right back here with you next week. I love you guys. This is Life in Perspective and we out.